Well, hello there. Good evening and welcome. This is Strong and Sassy on your superstation, Joy 99.7 FM. And we've missed you guys so much. It's been two weeks. Um, we had football last week, so we weren't here. It was so difficult being away from you. So, so mm. difficult. Hey. But anyway, we thank God. Like Shakespeare said, parting is such sweet sorrow because we know that there shall be um, a re-something. I, I wow. don't think that's how Shakespeare said it, but I mean, I'm sure you get the spirit. Anyways, welcome. Um, this is Strong and Sassy. So the last time that we had a show, we talked about toxic masculinity and there were so many messages about the fact that if we're talking about um, toxic masculinity then maybe we should explore um, the toxic side of femininity as well if there even is um, some toxicity when it comes to femininity so my name is Enimoa Enimado we're live and interactive Facebook Twitter our WhatsApp lines are open as well 055 0551111997 so I have um, the two usual suspects in the studio um, with me tonight. It was the three of us who had the conversation on toxic masculinity. So I thought, you know, why not bring them back and let's flip it over and talk about toxic femininity. So Adipa um, is joining us. Thank you. Say, please say hello to your fans. Hello. Oh, you're expecting something more. No, it's fine. Can you? And of course, that's Isinam who comes, her phone is on, something's ringing, something is, yeah. Anytime you hear any sort of thing like that, you know that Miss Batali. This is so not fair. This is so you, though. Who else's phone has rang? Wow. Yeah. Speaking truth to power. She, what, you said she was the spirit speaking to the church, right? Yes. Now the, the, the church is speaking back to the spirits. Um, all right, so so Adipanesi now my here. We're going to have a conversation about toxic femininity. Please feel free to join. We'd love to hear what you think. So, um, should we start with exploring what um, feminism, femininity is before we get into the toxic side of it? Okay. Okay. So over to you. Ah, ah. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that essentially femininity is Asiana. just being a woman, the state of being a woman. No, like, no, that's not the one I meant. I meant feminism, the, the other one. But feminism is not is not what we're talking about. Is yeah, it? but let's start from there. Because, you know, when we were talking about the toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. we also kind of talked about <laughs> feminism. Okay. So, and, and you know, feminism is... Can can be kind of at the t- extremes, and okay. then femininity is underlying all of that. So let's let's talk about that because I think that kind resonates more in the conversation yeah. than just you know just being a woman. Okay, Adipa, Isinam said I should start with you. <laughs> okay, so I, I think the other time that we talked about um, masculinity, we established from the onset that. Um, there is masculinity because of feminism, mm. actually. Because the, femi- uh, the feminism movement or the feminist movement started this whole idea about toxicity or masculinity. So the whole idea about the movement was to expose patriarchies. Like, oh, the world is built around men. Everything is built around men. And men control, men lead, men do this, men do that. So there was, let's say, a general rebellion for women to be independent, Mm. sort of. So the right to vote, the right 
to work to drive even yes in some yes in, in some, some in countries some, in yeah. some countries the right to drive um the right to be able to go out in public alone yes alone and, and and all that so that has been going on mm. but it's because of that movement that we got to see that um some men are over exerting their patriarchy mm. or they are over exerting their powers as men and they are going beyond what is ordinarily socially accepted mm. they are becoming abusive they are becoming controlling and um, they don't give the other uh, gender the chance to grow and flourish in a natural environment so that has been the basis. So feminism has been a movement that started around the 80s, thereabout, and now it's picked up. But at a point, it became kind of a radical movement. Extremist, yeah. Yes, so you had people or females actually standing up and saying all manner of strong things, mm-hmm. you know, some challenging uh, marriage, I mean, questioning this whole idea of marital submission, why should you submit to a man and all and all? So we've had that school of thought as well. Those who think that as a woman, um, you are so independent, you were created like a man, hmm. and you don't need a man mm-hmm. to survive. So we have those radicalists. And we have the liberals who think, yes, uh, our right to... Everybody's right is enshrined in the same constitution as, as it were. So you shouldn't be earning more rights than I do. Mm. Let's be fair. If it is good for the goose, it must be good for the gander. So they are the liberals. It's like, let's not overdo it. Okay. And I'm happy that I think gradually females are coming or feminists are coming to a consensus that it's not about equality, it's about equity. Mm. Because regardless of what we do, this equality thing is a bit dicey, it's difficult. But when we are asking for equity, then it means what is due us, give it to us. We are not almost like equal, but give us what is what is due us. So all these um, nuances have been under the feminist, you know, movement and feminism and all. But this whole idea of toxic femininity is very, very recent. In fact, from my research, the, 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 that word, that phrase actually came around 2018. Mm. So it's just a baby, unlike toxic masculinity and it's come up because i think um the world kept on responding to this whole idea of toxic masculinity and then people started asking questions about toxic femininity femininity. yeah i think that maybe the older form of toxic femininity is toxic feminism yes which has kind of you know evolved maybe changed titles into too much the toxic masculinity but i also feel like maybe inherently it's almost the same thing that it's it's almost we're talking about yeah okay so islam do you want to um come into the conversation let's go into the toxic part Okay, you are you shying away from the fe- what do you think about feminist feminism feminism? Don't run away. Okay, I know your Twitter people will come for you. But oh, be strong, be brave. <laughs> oh, I am brave twenty four seven. The idea of feminism, right? For me, it's about common sense. That okay, 
what you want to be done to you, you do it to another person. Do unto others what you want others to do unto you. So are quoting the Bible a lot more these days. So which is just so amazing and just today you came for hallelujah. me. Eh? You came I come for, for me. you every Wednesday. Okay, I have to find your plan. <laughs> oh, go ahead. So. To me, it's about being able to say that or point out that this thing you're doing is wrong. Mm. This thing you're doing, you have the right to do that because you are a man. You are, you are privileged, mm. sort of. The way we say there is white, white privilege, privilege. There is there is man male privilege, ma- male privilege as yeah. well. And most often, like Adipa said, people tend to abuse it mm. because they have that privilege. Now, if I don't call you out on the privilege and, if, and the fact that other women don't enjoy the same privilege that you are enjoying, I think that that's what feminism came to balance. So that women also get to enjoy the privileges of being a human being because essentially the privileges men are enjoying are privileges of being a man. Yeah. Uh, of being, being a human, human being. Yeah. And But... but for women, it's like those privileges have been taken away by society over time. So there was a consensual effort to control women, to, you know, make sure that women didn't have the capital, the financial capital. Even if they, they worked for it, they had to, you know, go through their fathers or go through their husbands so, yeah. before they were able to get some sort of economic you know independence creating your own company you couldn't do it on your own you couldn't buy land you couldn't essentially do a lot of things as a woman those privileges were taken away from us so i think feminism came for us to get back those privileges to draw your mind to the fact that oh men can do this but women can't do this why you know, men have access to this. Women don't have access to this. Why? Yeah. And, you know, to constantly question people and then to also give women the information that you have a choice to make. Mm. A lot of us grow in this society thinking that we don't have a choice. Yeah. You know, it's either you're getting married, you're having kids. We're not told that there's an alternative that you can choose, you can not, choose to not, not to married. You, you can, can choose, choose not, not to be married, not to have kids. You know, so there, there were a lot of you're supposed to, you're supposed to. And that's, you know, rules and regulations, guidelines that were, were, was put down for women is the reason feminism came to point out all the lapses in that, mm-hmm. that current system. And it gets toxic for me in a different way than what Adipa was saying which is fine i mean we'll explore yeah. the yeah. two w- different which, sides which yeah. we'll, we'll explore very soon but but essentially that's, that's what i think i remember feminism. i mean growing up in the late 80s early 90s when the whole feminism movement you know really had a lot of voice and and there were so many things that women were fighting for that were so good yeah. Um, for example, the fight against female genital mutilation was yeah. such a big thing yeah. at yes. that time Focusing. because it was exactly the, yes. Um, yes. some of those yes. um, child marriage, yeah. that sending your children, your your daughters to school, yes. you know, child marriage and things like that. And but it seems as if as the years have gone by and maybe we've won some of those fights, um, the feminist movement seems to have taken a new direction. Um, which sometimes you are not too sure exactly what it is looking like because if we're going to talk about toxic femininity, then you see um, women fighting for the right to almost misbehave in a certain way without um, any consequences or not or wanting to live outside of the rules. 
and calling it femininity or saying, you know, we want, we're women, we're strong, so we're going to live outside of the rules. And yes, I agree that sometimes the rules, the rules don't always make the sense. The rules are different from men than women. Exactly. The rules are... No, oh, no, I want us to fire you. You see, now you're fired. <laughs> the hey. rules are different from... The job for, is done. Go from ahead. men than women. Of course, yeah. Um, in our society, a man can easily be forgiven for cheating. Nobody would. People would just look. I think in our society, when men cheat, it's not even something that they have to be forgiven for. It's their right. It's, a, it's yeah. It's like yeah. it's like a it's, it's like, like a, a right. given. Like, yeah. yeah. It's okay. Oh, be my dear. I remember I was in a group of, of people and they were talking about a woman came to pass and the guy's like, oh, Charlie, this girl's body is nice. So, and then a guy came to pass and I intentionally raised, I was like, this guy's really fit. Like, wow, really, really. And they were like, ah, but so you people to you, they look men. And I think it was even, you know, Victoria Renze, yes. the, the, the yes. gospel musician, musician, who said that you men seem to think that women don't have passions huh. or that we, we don't, we look at men and it, we don't feel anything. They've been all overlooked. Like, you don't have the right to have passion to yeah, have my to, point to is like that the same feelings you have are the same feelings we have but somehow women are supposed to act very demure and, and that very is, proper that is the toxicity part of it mm. so for fe- uh, femininity toxicity or whatever we are talking about right now it's about passivity like the, so- the social norms are created for you to fit in yeah so you must fit in so it doesn't matter what you are sacrificing to fit in. So exactly. they are asking you to fit in. So a woman must dress this way. Mm. A married woman must look that way. And Correct talk this any way. other thing. Hey, Correct but you know what points. is interesting? Wait. Oh, so hey, you are married. Mommy, wait. Wait. Me waiting. <laughs> you are married and you are still there. You don't want to give birth. Hey, so you are 35 and you are not married. Coming from women. Coming from women, you know, that, that is the challenge. And that is where the toxicity is. So it's not merely because um, we are women or females or there's feminism and there are issues with it all. We are trying to be assertive or to climb the ladder the, um, of success and all. No, it's the social norms that we are expected to mm. fit in. So, for instance, you're a female boss, all right? And your colleagues or your subordinates are, you know, not up to the task. You stamp your authority and they go like, Emma boss is this, sir. But that same action will happen in an office led by a man and they go like, a man is supposed to correct. So even if the man looks on... Or, or the, the employers are even better behaved under exactly. male leadership exactly. than under female leadership. Exactly. That is, that is the toxicity part that we are talking about. But you know what breaks my heart? Is that there's almost no safe space for women because in every gathering, women have to have behave a certain way. Whether it's church, whether it's the mosque, it, it, I think it's even crazy. whether it's um, any religious organization, whether it's work, whether it's in a restaurant, whether it's in you must so, so, so you know there's a fit and proper form even in your home. So submission, you are supposed to submit in you, a certain way. You are supposed way. to dress a certain in way. In fact, you are not supposed to even way. have sexual desires. Your desires must be cordoned in a certain way. Um, your your dressing must be in a certain way. Your language and your posturing towards the man in the house must be defined in a certain way. Any other form of it is you are disrespectful or you are going overboard or you know 
So that is the toxicity part. So they have like the society, the patriar the patriarchal society has actually drawn a box, a roadmap for women. And, and we I have to dare say drawn more by women than men. They are drawn that's, that's more by women. See, we don't rights are perpetuated by women. Women men don't do pe- women. So essentially toxic femininity is women restricting the access to choice by for other women. Thank you. You they put you in a certain box. You're supposed to be a certain way. You're supposed to behave a certain way. Supp- and the word supposed to, supposed to, is thrown about anyhow. You're supposed to give birth. You're supposed to get married. You're not supposed to do anything. What we do or what we attempt to do is to provide you with the information to know that these are the choices available oh, for me. these are the consequences And for these are the actions. consequences for each Therefore, choice. Yeah. Mm. So choose your choice according to your life. I can't come and say that um, a, a woman is supposed to go to work and do this, this, this. No, it's her choice to make. Ultimately, I respect the power of choices. You have the, the right to choose how your life should be. And it shouldn't be determined by some presets society has given to you. So whoever stamps on those presets and makes, makes it a must, stand on public platforms to, you know call out other women who, are, who aren't living in the way they are supposed exactly. to. Exactly. That is toxic The house mistresses that we have in our society. Yes. Yes. Senior house mistress. I am telling you. Apologies to our house mistresses, but I mean, they were supposed to be stern so that, you know. Yeah, no, we know we're not talking yeah, about yeah. school. <laughs> but, yeah, mistresses. but seriously, like somebody, I mean, a, 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 an older female makes it her business to con- to subtly control you mm. without giving you the opportunity to even make a choice. You know, a, oh, okay, so now that you are married, now the conversation starts because you are married. Yeah, no, so you can't I do am to not me, married. Yes, Abium, you mm-hmm. can't exactly. do this anymore. You can't mm-hmm. do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cut off your friends. And it's like cut them off. Uh, really? the, one, the one that is very interesting is about that when you get married, yeah, you don't should be married. You, you don't keep single, single friends. friends, yeah. And also by that way, oh, it's always been there. It's always been there. So you 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 get but married. But you see some of these things. Some of these things. Let's 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 come home. Some of these things, hmm. you can almost understand where they were where coming they from. were coming from. Because when you get married and they tell you that, oh, keep your single friends away, it's because perhaps there have been so many stories where single the single friends, friend has come to eat. Uh-huh. But you see, that is that's that's the the problem. There is you are making it my responsibility for my husband cheating. Well, yes. Pro- they're saying protect him. Then. I should protect a man from making a choice. Thank you. Oh, pro- protect him because no. Then, but so, also, you are protecting your home because you are not bringing your shower friend into your house. Animoa. So you see, that is another very, very subjective and toxic statement. Hmm. name is my friend. I am married. She's not. Do you know the levels at which we talk? Do you know the ideas we share? But she can still come and sue your husband. Or if I... Doesn't he have a choice in the matter? No, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> defending it all. I'm just saying that you can understand where some of these pieces of advice came yes, from. Yes, but you see, they, were, they are pieces of advice, but very least. Another one. 
if you are a career woman, mm-hmm. they are always traveling and stuff. They say that if you keep on traveling, you keep on being busy, <laughs> somebody will come and take care mm-hmm. of, of your, your home. home. So you shouldn't be busy. So don't be too so work. Mm. I so don't no, work. work, but, but, but don't know, be too busy. Yes, mm. so the, you know, eight to five is okay for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but you my husband work. can travel. Yes, 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 yes. For as many weeks yes. as he yes. can. But you have eight to be to home. Because of that, I mean, these are the things. You, you almost understand the fear with which this advice is given. Yes, it's because the accountability is placed on the woman than the man. To keep the home. You know how most of the time when a man cheats, the question that the woman is asked is, so what were you not doing? What or did, what you, did do you do wrong? Yeah, now, yeah, were you not doing this? Exactly. Were you not doing that? Exactly. So that's where it's coming from. So when we start holding men accountable for their actions, we know that no matter how many weeks your wife leaves you, if you don't want to cheat, you won't cheat. You won't say that another person came to my home to take care of me while my wife was away on a business trip. What is the whole taking care of me thing about? You see, so that's the traditional gendered role we've put on a woman. We both decided to be in a relationship, whether boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife. We both decided. It was mm-hmm. it was a mutual decision made by adults mm-hmm. to be here. Okay, we are here. And now you say it is my sole responsibility to take care of you so that you don't go out of the marriage or you don't go out of the relationship. What about me? So all these traditional gendered roles that we've put on the woman's head mm-hmm. uh, the, is the woman who keeps the home. Mm-hmm. So it means the man has no responsibility at all to keep the home. You understand? Yeah. Uh, you have to keep your husband. So even if he's not making you completely happy or whatever, society is expecting you to condone. And, to endure. Uh, to endure. And your ability to endure is it's, what it's makes you a strong woman. Yeah. Suffering will... is your birthright. Oh, yes. I said I said this yesterday <laughs> that Ghanaians glorify suffering so much. Yeah, we do. We, we would rather see a woman carrying a bucket of water with a baby at the back than we caption it, strong, strong woman. woman. Have you seen, there's a picture, there's a very picture very similar to that. I have it on my phone. So a man walking with his wife. The wife is carrying the suitcase on her head, the baby at, at her the back. Another one on the arm, and then something in her arm, and it's like, yeah, this is the definition of, of a strong. And you're woman. just wondering, wow. And so many times I see it. If we are driving by the street, you'll see a man and his wife. The woman is pregnant. She's carrying one of the children, holding the other. And the man is just walking at the side, you know, jauntily. And I'm, I'm like, how did we get into this space where the value of a woman is really just how much she, pain she can, she can endure? How yes. much? Why is it like that? It's and why is it like that, that in Africa? A it's, lot. It's because of religion. It's religion, social cultural. It's, it's a social cultural thing. We, um, yesterday, Fitz, Mr. Fitzbarfo was telling me that um, the African society that were that the white people came to meet was a society that really revered women that placed premium on women where we had women leaders we had women opinion leaders women who could talk and you know things could be done so with the influx of colonialism everything changed the society became a monogamous society and you were supposed to be a certain way and so women men were supposed to be a certain way women were supposed to be a certain way so the with the introduction of religion we started picking our um, way of life from 
religion and the cultural assimilation based on the colonial masters mm-hmm. coming in and how they you know blended with us so that's where we're coming from but it's interesting because when you go outside of ghana whether it's the uk or the us or it's not like that it's not like that and even well, when mean, Ghanaians, they have their we issues yes. blindly but, yes. but, but they definitely, definitely have their issues and women all over the world are fighting oh, but it's not it's not like that you find that marriages are more balanced there are lots more house husbands there's a lot of support i mean i raised my um my first daughter in in the uk for a few years and i mean the balance in the home is is my husband at the time coming home and and bathing for her or changing nappies so it was was normal because this is what everybody is doing you go to the park you see fathers with the push chair fathers mm-hmm. with the children yeah. but suddenly when you come to ghana it's almost like you know no, the men don't really anyone, change the, the nappies the, 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 the same thing so, the, so where did we learn the it same from? thing that a ghanaian man will do in the uk or in the u.s when he comes here to come and stay in this North Kanishi or in this Van The same thing that black it. men do when they marry white women, when they marry black women, they don't they want don't to do, do it. Exactly. So it's it's just because of this. I, I will still attribute it to us as well. You know, the kind of assimilation we get from the society, you understand? Because it's always said, the black woman is this, the black man is that. So a black man marries a black woman and already... He has a misconception about the woman. Mm. All right? Because he has watched a few videos of black men, um, of, of his forefathers, and he saw a few things, and it's like, oh, black women are like that. Black women are always in the news for this or for that or for this or for that. Already, he's, he has his own misconception about the woman. It is because of how we've been sold. Mm. It's because of how we've been branded. And so before the man comes in, he's already settled on how he's going to manage you. And, and unfortunately, another woman will make it more difficult will for make him it to happen. It's to also because you. in relationships and, and marriage and stuff like that, at the very beginning, we don't come out that this is who I am. Like, no. yo, I don't cook every day. I don't clean. But how, because if you, you pretend, how will you know? get yes. a man? Exactly. If you, if you so that you are yourself, how are you supposed to but get you a man? That the, the women who are like that and declare at the beginning, they are, they, are, they are there with their husbands. Their husbands understand. We did. Like, my we wife did. doesn't really care about what I'm eating this afternoon. Yeah. Because she's running a Fortune 500. I'm probably the one caring right. about so, what my wife will eat this afternoon because... I, I'm the one with more time, and she's very busy. I know yeah. her schedule is very crazy, so I'm making lunch so for her. So why can't we just be who we are? That so because reading, even men reading men, they around, are, they are following their fellow men would chastise them for allowing and condoning a very free and liberal. Unless woman. you are with a group of men who are like-minded, and you know. Yeah, but when, when, when you read around this uh, toxic femininity, they will tell you that even when a woman is pregnant and she checks the gender mm. and um, it's, it's a female, you realize that there is a kind of posturing towards the baby. Mm. It, she's more tender because women are supposed to be tender. So, oh, you become mommy's little, little uh, genie, you know, you become this. When is a man, you become a strong man. You become so weakness is associated with a woman. From the vulnerability thing. is associated with a woman. Non-assertiveness is associated with a woman. 
a man is supposed to be strong. A man is supposed to be tough. And so whilst they are teaching us socially to be vulnerable, to be weak, they are teaching the men to be strong. I have a question for Jesus. Okay. Basically. Because I feel like... <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm oh not saying God. that this is yes, his fault, I, I, but I'm, I'm saying like, I feel like this is kind of his fault, and this would be a really good time for him to explain this to me so I understand. Because you know what the Bible said oh, that anyone. live with the women according to understanding, because they are the weaker sex. I think that we religion has that's where that that weakness has has come from that that the interpretation of that live with the women according to us no, i am sure sex. the men have adulterated it that's what i'm saying that that's oh. where the interpretation so that's what i'm saying i have a question for jesus because i need him to explain to me exactly what, <laughs> what he, he meant when, when he, he said, said that because things. i know for a fact that physically you know, and I always make this argument. People say that men are strong. I believe no. that men are strong. They are strong. Let me finish. <laughs> they are physically strong. They are physically strong. Can I? I can't finish. finish. Go ahead. They are strong. The the birthing of a baby yeah. is like 197 bones in your body breaking. Wow. That is, the if you're measuring the pain, labor pain, 197 bones I, in your and body. And I read, not to cut you up, but I, I read a research that said that Childbirth is like having two heart attacks. So, I, I'm not for the physical strength argument. Okay. I get that men are strong, yeah. but I'm like, okay, what we go through having a, a baby, baby is Even that kind of pain is unparalleled. Women bleed mm. for seven days and they don't die. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I think if any other creature bled for seven days, it die. It will die. So, in terms of strength, I'm not totally sold on the man is. Is, is is stronger but i'm a christian so like i said i need jesus to, because i'm sure i'm sure if we really understood and i'm saying this because we interpret so many things that we do come from the bible and the interpretations mm -hmm. thereof that people have put on it so maybe if we really understood what jesus meant because i feel like jesus meant that they're the weaker sex in terms of you know don't argue with them don't stress them out and he yes. was maybe saying that so I that the men will be loving and yes. you know like you know, yeah, yeah. But like, anyway, so I have a chat with Jesus and I'll get back to y'all. Sure. <laughs> right. we'll, we'll be happy to know. We'll be happy to. Yes. yes. But I, I think this whole issue of women are the weaker sex um, statement. Because they've also translated into then women can't think properly. We can't yes. make good decisions. It all comes from the weaker sex. So, so that's what I'm saying that this hmm. whole toxicity is, is that you are supposed to be docile. You are supposed to submit. You see, that docile also comes from Peter, where he said that, you know, clothe yourself with a gentle and a meek spirit, which is what I'm just saying that. I, I understand. So I'm agreeing with, with your conversation yes. yesterday that a lot of these things yes. came from the interpretation. The interpretation of, of religion. Yeah, of scripture. Yes. Religion. Is and and, 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 and to, to create a balance from all the scriptures not just the Bible, but from other mm. sources. They also try to portray the woman as the weaker one, as, you know, the vulnerable one and all. And that gives the man power. But it gives the women, some other women, power over their own 
people. Yeah, those who have the real revelation of the strength of a woman, instead of of channeling that to strengthen other women, then they use become, it to break them. Exactly, because if I can break you, then yes. I am stronger. Exactly, as opposed to we are all strong. Exactly, because it's really not easy to sit in a room full of strong women. No. It's easier if I'm the strong one and every like how yeah. every after every Wednesday with you people I'm tired because <laughs> you guys are like no you get what I mean like when strength meets strength is it's difficult yeah so yeah so I'm uh, I I have been for the fact that this whole female toxicity or feminine uh, toxicity idea has actually been brought upon the woman by the woman. Okay, so now let's talk about some of the things that women do that are really toxic, mm. that we, 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 we hide under. We are Number like, one, <laughs> taking away the power of choice from other people. Mm. Imposing your own, your, your beliefs, because ultimately every human being has their own set of beliefs, yes. set of values. And so if you have your values, let it be that, your values. Yes. Don't impose it on other people. So when you go as far as saying you are supposed to behave this way, you are supposed to live this way, you are supposed to do that, you are supposed to do this, you are supposed to do that, not in an encouraging way even. It is to call you out and say, hey, in five years, you know, that kind of, you are supposed to have given birth by now, but you don't know the person's plans. You, you don't, don't know, know their shooting. their goals. You don't know what's going on with you them. You don't know whether the man is shooting blanks. You do, you really don't know what's going on. So being the the person who tells people you're supposed to be a certain way, you're supposed to be this or that and that, that is when you are toxic. Mm-hmm. That's the number one thing for me okay. of somebody who is toxic. The number two thing of somebody who or toxic femininity is when um the proper gatekeeping, the not just philosophical or maybe childbirth or something, but even with the small, small things mm. like people who are policing people's dressing, people who are poli- mm-hmm. policing people's way of life. Everybody has a choice to make and every action has a consequence. So no matter what the person is doing, no matter what choice the person is picking, the person is ready to learn the consequences and live by it. You're not the one to call out the consequences for the person and say, okay, you're not supposed to do this, or you're not supposed to do that. According to who? Okay. Do you know what is even annoying me lately? What? The social media trolls. The sluts. Oh. The sluts. Slut shaming. Body shaming. So you will lose weight. It is pushing women to do the unimaginable just to fit because a woman is, is supposed to look like this. This is the perfect woman. A and perfect. funny enough, the definition of perfect has changed over time. There was a time when skinny and square was the was fashionable. Thing. Was, there was, was a time when, when heightness and roundness. Oh, how we how we long for those days when fashionness <laughs> and roundness was was. But now I mean, with the Kardashian era, yeah. it's you know yeah. The, um, so the slut shaming and the body, the body shaming, um, the belittling. You know, in an environment where there are other females, somebody makes it a uh, preoccupation to belittle, to consistently belittle others. Hmm. You know, without giving them the chance. But I think most without, of them are threatened, though. Without, without um, letting them know that you can start from zero and build. Mm-hmm. You know, we all came here not knowing what to do. 
Mm. We were taught somehow by somebody. So be my pupil. No. They end up, and you don't know how to do anything. And when we say type this, you can't type. And when we say do this, you can't do. No. That is so toxic. And then um, unhealthy competition. Mm. That kind of unhealthy competition that happens. In, it's in church. You know, today, um, Mama Araba is wearing... This. Gold. Next week, I'll show her. Thank I'll you. wear black. Thank you. And with gold Thank accessories, you. so that per, you know. whose definition of fashion? You understand what I'm saying? And then, when you come into our societies, when, for instance, my apologies to widows, but when somebody loses their husband, the whole procedure about widowhood rights is so different from when a man loses his wife. A man loses his wife. Six months later, he says, I'm not wearing black again. Mm. It's sorted. And they are encouraging him to remarry. A woman, a man mm-hmm. of, I'm saying a woman, it's a man of 40. Wid- it's, it's, it's widowhood and divorce. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah thank you. Yeah. So, um, um, a man at 40 has his wife dying. And uh, just around six months, everybody's going like, oh, worry. Then a woman at 40 has... No, no, uh, no. You have to grieve for You have to wait. Yes. You have to and, grieve. And, and better yet, never. Yes. And forever. And yes. you are on your phone, and then your former mother-in-law is... And on your phone, and you You know? That, wow. Yes. Yeah. It is that bad. Yeah. You see, when a woman grows old, she becomes a witch. But when a man grows old, he doesn't become he a wizard. He becomes a wise man. He's a wise man. He's a wise man. But a woman is thrown into a, a witch A woman camp. is a witch. Wow. You understand? Oh, we've not even talked about the toxic part of, yeah, me, I want the sugar baby girl lifestyle 24-7. I want somebody who will take care of me, who will be my, you know, whatever I want. They should give me 24-7. I don't want to touch anything. I don't want to do any work. That's also taking advantage of femininity and feminism yes. yeah. in a negative way. Yes. And saying I won't work. I, yes. won't, work. Yes. I won't work. I won't support my family. Yes. I will leave all the responsibility on the man because he is supposed to be the man. You are encouraging toxic masculinity. Yes. When you are an enabler for toxic ma- masculinity, you are toxic f- Thank uh, you. Because female. Because they coexist. Where there is this, there is that. If you teach your male children that a man is supposed to be strong and not cry, you are toxic. You're encouraging him to... To bottle up his emotions and... There was an article about the fact that um, a lot more men are committing suicide than women. And there's a whole conversation about it. And for me, it was such a straightforward thing. A lot more men are killing themselves because they don't feel like they can talk about the things that they're going through. They come and tell you that, you know, I'm sad, I'm depressed. You're like, "Ah, what's this? You know, why are you like this? But it's okay. I mean, they're human as well. I mean, men have emotions, men have feelings. So why can't they express the way that they're feeling? But sometimes even we women, we don't give them the space to express how they feel. We don't allow our children, our male uh, boys, to express how they feel, to cry. To We don't. Like, you don't cry. You don't do... Why? Why not? He's hurt. Yes. Why can't he cry? Like I don't get it. Like, like <laughs> because we have we have created. I mean, doesn't mean should cry idea. too much. Oh, <laughs> but look, nobody is encouraged to cry too much. 
I had a friend that when she and her husband had an argument and she's crying, then he too, he would start crying. <laughs> the whole argument was <laughs> we, we both cry. We both cry. But that's what it's supposed so to be. You understand? Cry. That's where you find this toxicity in men, you'll find it in women. Yep. And as um, Isinam said, we literally perpetuate it. So we create the toxic men. And then they recreate us as toxic women. Mm. And then because we can't contain that toxicity, it's like acid. We pour it on others. Mm. And we corrupt them. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so we perpetuate it. So I have a policy. If I can't say anything nice and encouraging to you, I won't talk. Mm. And especially when you're a female. Because somebody built me up. Yeah, so From why scratch. should you tear somebody down? So I, I, I am always out for that new person. Mm. Because somebody saw the raw me and said, I, w- I will take my time and shape her up. And it was a silent project of that person. That let me shape her up. She can be good. She can be better. I just need to do a few things. And I am here talking because somebody was intentional about me. Mm. Mm. By not tearing me down and breaking me because I came from a lonely place and I joined and I did that and I did that. Why must I be the one saying that you came from a lonely place? So, I mean, I'm going yeah. to tell you about uh, Why should I be the one who says that, oh, your husband died um, a year hey. ago and you're getting married, so you're hey. a bad woman? Hey. Why, must, no, we'll why must you grieve? No, we'll why must you that. grieve more? What is wrong yes. with the fact that you've lost the love of your life and you found somebody who makes the nights more bearable? Yes. Why is that a bad thing? Yes. But we will be the ones perpetuating that. Of course, sharp. Of hey, you, course. Yeah, they, you just, you just the, left your the, husband. The, the, the got my just... story I ever heard was that in the olden days when uh, you lost your husband your sister-in-law will come with cradle <laughs> oh padlock padlock to come and lock your beads <laughs> and she will keep the keys uh, uh, yes. your sister-in-law yes. so the, the dead man's yes. sister yes will come and lock it up and right, because the spirit is still coming and to no so beads. that you don't go don't, out don't go out they'll lock your beads they'll lock yeah, your beads okay you guys think, okay it's fine mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand mm-hmm. until such a time that uh, the the family thinks the grieving should be over and yeah, even then done. even the then they have to okay. negotiate whether you should marry again or you are dears yes yes that's what yes mm. to own because they paid right for yes Wow. Yes. So all these little, little, little cultures, you know, though I can probably say that now it is not as bad because we've we've also been intentional legally to correct some of these yeah. mm. um, toxicity that uh, exists within our culture and our society. But we still have a long way to go. What are some of the things that we're fighting for as women that you feel like we've kind of taken over? the overboard. Hey. Um, this equality, the the equality bit mm. was taking a bit overboard. That's my personal view. I think it's the understanding of it. The call is not that uh, men and women are the same. That's not that's not what is being called for. But a lot of people understand it as we are Why saying... Why does it bother people so much <coughs> that, if we say that men and women are equal? That's what I'm saying because the understanding of it is men and women are the same. Now, the job that a man can do, can you do it? That if it, it's time to lift, if it's time to protect the family, can you do it? You know, 
because they we've not watched Lara Croft too because, exactly because we've not understood that the right to be treated equally does not come from your physical abilities. Mm-hmm. We are asking that treat both of them equally. If you won't discriminate in one case, don't discriminate in the other. But we also ask for a lot of um, con- it's good consensus the right word. We ask for things that maybe men don't ask for. We ask for things like maternity leave. We have times of the month when pain. If they gave birth, if one man gave birth Paternity leave would be one year. I, I kid you not. A lot of they did a, a test with the try guys, the try guys on on Facebook. They did a test, and all of them wore the patch, the pain patch, to sort of estimate how women feel when they are in their period. You should have seen it. <laughs> they were screaming and they were all over the place, lying on the floor. I can't take this anymore. I can't bear. So imagine, just imagine, that women or, or men were able to give birth, they would find a way to make sure that paternity leave is a must. This is done. This is done. Because they are in the, the, the ones in the power calling the shots. Hmm. You you find that um, they said Viagra, the mm-hmm. drug Viagra was produced or manufactured as a result of men finding, trying to find a solution to another thing and they stumbled on Viagra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and if women's libido mattered, there would be a drug for women's yes. libido. But there are, there are no men, there's no medicine for women to boost their libido. Mm. There's medicine for men to, they boost. will tell you to go and distress, you'll be fine. Mm. There is, but nothing. when a man is having, having libido issues, the doctor must prescribe. But when yeah. you are a woman and you go and say, woman, I don't, you can't I don't even go to the doctor and say, You, you have low libido, hey, so you have sex. That's the question they'll ask you um, as a young person. Oh, really? You, know, you are not married, so you have sex. Please. You know, you'll be looked at in a certain type of way because you do... For one thing, yeah. Things. I think even if you are married and you go, then it appears as though maybe you're promiscuous or... Mm-hmm. You're, yeah. I mean, these are perception issues. I feel like they're getting better. Slowly, slowly. Mm. No? <laughs> one day... I, I mean, one day, just one day, I hope that it, we get to the point where we realize that everybody has their choices to make. Yeah. We learn to respect everybody's choice. Yeah. If, it leads, if it lands them in trouble, you know, I feel like we should give people the chance to make mistakes and come out of them. If you make your own mistakes and you learn, you'll be like, next time, I won't try this again. No, definitely. I mean, they say experience is, is the, the best, best teacher. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's what they say. But obviously, if you can learn from other people's experiences, then um, you would be... Okay, let's let's do some of the messages. Um, Citizen Sika says, Hello, ladies. Beautiful submissions. Um, okay, he's talking about women submission. We should talk about men who are under financial pressure to meet all the expectations mm-hmm. for their family, even if the women have the means. We, we've, we've talked about that that's a bit. Uh-huh. We need to reconstruct society to allow both sexes to be complementary of each other. I agree. Rather than extreme... Yeah, I agree too. Feminism. Yes, I agree. 
Um, toxic femininity is also found in women who cannot say sorry when they're wrong, but always expects their man to say sorry when. Uh, I feel like most of the time women yes. are not wrong, and um, that's why sometimes saying sorry is a little bit difficult. And yes. the same woman demands accountability from her man. These are just a few. It's true. I yes, mean, true. yes, that's yeah, yeah, that's definitely. that's one uh, red flag with a toxic mm. woman. Yeah, because um, he she demands accountability and doesn't want to give. I, I feel like I'm like that sometimes. Like I ask a lot of questions about you know where are you going, what have you did. Da, 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 da. If you start asking me those questions, I'm like, like why yeah. are you asking me all these questions? Yeah, like, it's too much. Like no, but I went out, I came back, I'm back. I don't understand what the yeah wow. You know. So I've no no so no. I'm, I'm just wow. being honest. So I mean, I feel like and also the apology thing. I mean, this I'm the kind of person that it's quite difficult to get me. It's not that I don't like apologizing. If I feel like I'm wrong, I'll apologize. It's just that to to convince me that I'm I was wrong. wrong, sometimes it's a bit <laughs> of a problem because of my thinking pathway. So, like by the time I say something, you have thought I, about I've thought that. about it, and I have the reasons. I feel like if you actually just listen to the reasons, you'll understand. And an apology won't be necessary because, like three and E, are like depending on how you look at mm. it, or nine and six. So it's more a matter of perception. So before I get to the point where I'll say that I'm sorry, and and maybe that's maybe that's toxic. That's toxic. You it need is. to for for peace sake. But is no. apologizing for peace sake toxic? Okay, let's 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 move on. <laughs> no, no, no. Just don't you think apologize for peace sake? Anyway, in as much as we are talking about this, we should also know that uh, peace of mind is everything. I mean, how how long can you go on? You know? Everybody and how they I get my peace of mind from proving that from, I was not wow. Let's, let's continue. Um, so we'll work on that, should we? Yes. Work on yeah, that. Yeah, we'll work on that. We'll work um, on that. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's about it. I'm not seeing any... Moments. Um, so there's yeah. the sorry when you're wrong, hating accountability, which is true. Because as soon as um, you have to be accountable for something, um, so that is you says this one said so is paying of bride price toxic it's your responsibility <laughs> massa mm. it's your responsibility i it, think it's just it's nice it's a gesture it's, no it's not a nice gesture it's a responsibility because you must prove that you are not um one taking the woman away just like that from the parents Without showing, but but when you flip it, you're also taking the man away from his parents because now he's come to look after you and the children. You tell his mother that he doesn't have money, so why aren't you paying the groom price? Thank you. You're taking their potential pension. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is culture. Uh-huh. That is uh-huh. Uh-huh. So when culture serves us, <laughs> then we are, we, are in, we are in front of it. That's when it toxic. doesn't, we're then... not toxic. Also, watch it toxic. All right. Okay. Um, uh, okay. This one says there are drugs for women's libido. I've forgotten what it's called. We're going to look for the name. Eh? <laughs> Those of you that are struggling with, you know, yeah, getting it on. Um, do we have any more messages? Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for sending in your messages. Um... Okay, somebody said, you see the beginning explanation of one of your guests gave... Okay, you see the beginning explanation of your guests gave. It looks like we are just as selective as to what is toxic. As for that one, it's yes. true. 
to a certain level yes. we are. I mean, and I think that maybe there should be a consensus. I can imagine if there was like this one day in Parliament where like it was the female parliamentarians, male or people, you know, and then we sat down and then we did like a policy guideline on toxicity. <laughs> well, some of these things. I don't know if it's doable, but who knows, maybe. Um, any more childbearing and birthing is a privilege. Can I see that message? Um... You girls should stop rubbing it in our faces. I don't Ooh. think that we are rubbing it uh, in your faces. And I, I think it's that. a privilege that we would gladly hand over to you men. Gladly. To be honest. Gla- if I, I mean, because, because if you can imagine <laughs> the size of <laughs> a little no. opening and then a human being is coming out you of that opening. You are talking about like, childbirth, forgetting pregnancy. The, the period of pregnancy, the throwing up, the oh, back. Oh, you can't lie on your back. Yeah. So I don't know about it being. Fam, a I'll transfer it. Um, this one says, in everything you do, remember, we are the humans human first before the gender. gender, and every human must have equal opportunity. This is my definition of feminism. Okay, so that's the good. The condition of how one must be panned out of our culture, tradition, and religion. It's mm-hmm. not foreign. It's engineered here in our way of life and beliefs. It's past time to unlearn but it can't be if these cultural traditional religious practices excluded this is the genesis of the inequality which is true yes. we're going to have to change Facts. the narrative we're going to have to change a lot of different things. different places different interpretations and i think men and women are going to have to be okay and that's what i really like about the gen z gen, the generations mm. that are there's a lot of boundaries that are yeah. just not there anymore yeah. it's like suddenly mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like yeah, why it's, this it's, why it's melting and i love the boldness of, of the new generation asking questions and yeah. challenging yes. Yes. the, the yes. thing exactly yeah. Yeah. and I encourage it I mean when I'm having conversations with my kids and they're coming at me like that I'm like yes yes actually why do we do this you know what let's scrap it let's not do it until we can find a good reason why it should be done do- exactly and so um, who knows maybe things will change but anyway thank you guys so much for joining us thank you thank you. thank you for being next week I'm going to have a conversation on single Mothers, so there was a conversation going on on Facebook about how um, men were talking to their mothers about women that they wanted to be with who were single mothers, and most of the mothers were like, "No, we don't want it. Yep. We don't want born one. We don't want born two. Suddenly, having children somehow decreases your value, and then you're not good enough. So, how about we have a conversation about single? mothers, the value and the worth of yeah. a single mother and navigating finding love and marriage in Ghana. So that's what we'll do next week. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. My name's Enima Enima. We'll do this again next week. Handing you 